0: Hi there, uh, welcome to Bible slash chat. Kevin, hi. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. Uh, your daughter's crawling. She's crawling. Is that is that scary?
1: Two mobile children. She's she's you know, it's she's not at the point where she really knows what she's capable of. Okay. And so she's just able to take a few steps if yeah, we yeah. have like something she wants. She can crawl towards that, but for the most part, she just kind of, like, sits there. Yeah, yeah. The capacity good. is dormant. Yeah, the, the capacity She's, is dormant. <laughs> we're not at the stage where at we're like, point, where'd she go <laughs> At some point, you'll have to duct tape her ankles together, and uh,
0: that's brutal. There's an idea. There? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Immobility. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> that's
0: terrible. Don't ever tell anyone I said that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. You have a deal. So, we just got back from a conference. Yeah.
1: So, part so of a, the reason we were derelict in our... Yeah. ...in our... Bible slash chat episodes, mm-hmm. is we were at a conference called "Together for the Gospel." Together for the Gospel, and which we enjoyed. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I was, was the first one I've been to, yeah. and the last one I will be to. Yeah, because exactly, That was the last one ever. They're shutting it down. Yeah, <laughs> they're like Kevin came. All right, tie it off. All right, we're done.
0: <laughs> um,
1: so yeah. so with that I think it was really interesting for me to yeah. go and when I was in college it was more like this but I think with seminary you start to get a little more around people who are like minded yeah. you're you're being catechized in, yeah, yeah. in totally in like specific doctrinal matters and there's a lot of agreement Yeah but the interesting thing about together for the gospel is is you're going to a conference where people noticeably disagree yeah, I mean yeah. that's the whole point yeah. It's like there's Baptists and Presbyterians and you yeah. know uh, Charismatic, charismatics, anything like that. So, yeah. so a bunch of us are there, and we have uh, the whole point, obviously, in the name is that we are together for the gospel, for the right? Gospel, so, yeah. so we're we're able to come together, acknowledging our differences, and yet joining in fellowship in the gospel because that is something we do have common ground in. Totally. Um, but it brings up an interesting point when they talk about you know unity right? Right. and how to approach unity. Um, and I think there's some misunderstandings that are important to clarify mm. with a text. I think some, some ways to misunderstand the approach to unity is, is, one, to say, oh, yeah, we have differences. I baptize babies, you baptize professing believers, right. you know, and and eh, it doesn't really matter. You yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah. And, and you subject the truth, you subvert the truth for the sake of some unity. Yeah. But I think... There's one guy who said it well. He basically said there's no true unity except unity in the truth. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a helpful realization to say, oh yeah, you know, a Baptist and a Presbyterian, they're not in unity yeah, yeah. when it comes to baptism. They're yeah. not. Mm-hmm. Um, they have unity in the gospel. They're they're on the same road, <laughs> they're yeah, in different lanes. Totally. Um, but but when the Bible talks about unity, it is it's important to say um I think when, or I guess when we talk about tolerance, you yeah. Know, with that, when we talk about tolerance, we're not saying, uh, one, that it doesn't matter. Right. And two, we're not saying what the culture says, which is their definition, which would say, you have to agree with me. Right. If, if you tolerate, such and such a behavior, you know, homosexuality, transgenderism, something like yeah, that, whatever. Yeah, whatever. then then, therefore that means you agree with it. Yeah. And I don't think that's what the Bible means either. Totally. Um, the reason I would say that is because in Ephesians 4, when it talks, uh, the NASB says um, in verse 2, with all humility and gentleness, uh, I'm reading from a different version that's actually, okay. but, ahead, but the NASB says, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love. Yeah. Right? Um, and it's easy to misunderstand that to mm. say oh tolerance means either something doesn't matter like yeah. oh your view on whatever doesn't matter to me or god yeah. and and uh, or saying oh we all have to agree with each other yeah. but the translation in the ESV and other bibles says bearing with one another mm. which i think is really instructive to realize that the word doesn't mean mentally you agree with them yeah. uh it means you're patient yeah. you know and so and so you acknowledge disagreement but you're patient with each other yeah. so if if someone in our church has a different view on tongues or something mm-hmm. like that, uh, we have patience with them. We're not gonna say, oh yeah, no, we agree with that too. Right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, but, yeah. and say differences don't matter. Let's just, you know, get together and sing Kumbaya or something yeah. like that. Like <laughs> Which is a great song. <laughs> it is, I mean, we but don't not in that, in that moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't wanna denigrate Kumbaya, Kevin. <laughs> so, yeah. so so, that's, that's important, right? Yeah. Um, to say, yeah, we do have differences. There is the truth. Um, and, and I'm going to adopt a posture of patience towards you to yeah. say, okay, I'm not going to kick you out. You right. know, like I'm not going to kick you out of the church yeah. if you have a different belief. Totally. Um, however, I would say, um, where is it? In, okay, in Ephesians 4, yeah, yeah. later on, uh, it talks about, you know, Christ-giving apostles and prophets and pastor teachers right. for the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ and it literally says until we all attain to the unity of the faith yeah. and of the full knowledge of the Son of God yeah um, which is to say that the the intent the desire that we should all be moving towards mm. is absolute unity yeah. like the unity of the Godhead unity you right. know like yeah. like having the same mind being in agreement. On that and I think what's helpful is verse 15 when it says speaking the truth in love we yeah. are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head uh, and so I think that's just a helpful framework to realize yeah. we can all have differences we should be patient with each other as yeah. Christ is patient with us you yeah. know I mean Christ doesn't totally. kick us out um, and yeah. we all and, have
0: theological errors. Right? yeah
1: but yeah. also to realize yeah the goal is absolute unity yeah. in the text and so maybe that looks like we sit down with our Bibles open and we talk about things and we do that over a course of months. And I was encouraged to hear Mark Dever and Ligon Duncan, two of the kind of architects of the conference, mention that they've had lively discussions. One's a Baptist, one's a Presbyterian. And they've had those discussions. And I think that's a, a really helpful thing, but when I hear Tolerance yeah. discussed in the culture—it's just we it can sounds easily. Sounds different. We can take that definition and read it into our Bibles yeah. and be like, "Oh, well, then we're all confused." Yeah, so.
0: totally. Then That's super helpful. Those are good clarifications. I think that whole idea of unity like there's unity is sort of a sliding scale in one sense right I mean there is like unity when in even in the name together for the gospel yeah so, like unity there there is true genuine unity in that in that in the re, gospel realities totally. so we can embrace Ligon Duncan Mark yeah. there, guys who might differ with us on certain things yeah and embrace the unity that we do have with them but that doesn't mean that that's where we end right, right so then right. that can exactly. continue to grow yeah. and that can grow through the text of Scripture And that unity can expand beyond just the gospel to other issues. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is through discussion and speaking the truth in love. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, at the same time, as we have unity there, then just allowing tolerance and patience Mm -hmm. in those other areas as we wrestle through those things. Yeah, Yeah. that's super helpful. That's That's good clarification. I
1: I think maybe one thing that can catch us up is, is when we look at another view, and we're trying to study it, you know, carefully, yeah. and we realize, oh, that's another view, and I don't agree with that or something. Yeah. We kind of view it like a, you give it a grade, right? Where it's mm. like, okay, this is statically where these two things are. Yeah. But people change, you know? Yeah, and people totally are not that. People are not their views yeah. in that sense. So, so we all kind of conform, and, and even in, you know, everything at sanctification, we're all conforming, and I think, like you said, with working from the <coughs> unity we have in the gospel wow. out yeah. uh, to a greater sense of unity, a greater degree of that. That's right. the perspective I don't know if if uh, I always like thought of. Yeah, know, yeah, totally. Like that. So,
0: and it's interesting because Paul not only assumes that that will happen Mm -hmm. but he effectively commands us to do that so he he assumes he's actually aware that there won't be perfect godhead style unity Mm -hmm. because you know there's no theological difference in the trinity (laughs) the spirit isn't like i don't know maybe a fatal Baptist thing is a good (laughs) idea so there's no that that distinction is there is not there in the godhead paul's aware that that's not going to be there Mm -hmm. and then he says listen you guys move that direction by speaking the truth in love, so it's exactly. an effective imperative there, where he's calling us to do that—to yeah. talk about these theological things and seek to attain unity around the faith.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which is good to I think encourage. We can all encourage each other when you know you have a visitor at church or a family member during yeah. the holidays or something yeah. like this, where it's like, oh, they're all different, but to realize, yeah, you know, we work from a position of unity out yeah. and, but we do work you yeah know, there is totally. that conversation yeah, and both good.
0: those things are good right i mean yeah. saying hey we have unity here <laughs> praise god let's yeah. preserve that and let's love one another and then because of that that
1: forces us to move out yeah. then
0: in growing levels of unity because they're like I want to share that you yeah, know, yeah I
1: want you to know God like this yeah. you know and this totally. is I, w- I want you to have what I have and and then it's much more of a it's less of a criticism yeah like hey here's the standard and you're subpar right and then you, you just have a negative you know bitter sense yeah um, it's much more of saying okay you know we we all should have been down here yeah. and the Lord has brought us here let's keep going yeah. you know like total work and that's a that's a revolutionary kind of totally approach to that absolutely
0: yeah, it's very helpful. It's good to think that way. And, and I think also just that, like, just that reality, you know, um, in John where Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice mm-hmm. and they follow me, like, that. that is the heart of a true believer. And so our desire is to be conformed to Scripture. So, like, you yeah. tell me what I need to believe. Show me what it says so that I can grasp it and understand it, mm-hmm. which I think is the heart of a true Christian. Mm-hmm. And all true Christians are coming to the text saying, hey, conform me to this, conform me to this. So. Yeah. All of us should be working toward that as opposed to just saying like, well, they're Presbyterians. Yeah. They're going to be what they are and we're going to yeah. leave them over there yeah, 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 and that's yeah. fine. Or these Baptist guys, they're going to be Congregationalists and we'll just leave them over there. Well, we can say that, like love them, yeah. but then say, hey, you want to go get lunch? We could talk about yeah. what the Bible says about those things and like move toward that.
1: Yeah. I, I actually yeah. had a friend who uh, was talking to a Presbyterian and yeah. um, both of them were pastors and and they he opened his Bible yeah. and they talked through a passage and... Uh, and he basically says, like, so this is this is what this text is saying. Yeah. Uh, and and he basically said, like, how do you how do you view that? Because it went clear across his Presbyterian views. Totally. This guy Yeah. Particularly. Yeah, clearly. And uh, and and he was basically saying, you know, I see that's what the text says, um, but my dad's a Presbyterian pastor, and uh, it's a good way to get a job, basically. Yeah. And so it was. Yeah. yeah. But that was the point that was so good is it, it exposed that. Yeah, yeah. It made and it so clear. as a brother, you actually want to help him through those things because yeah. you're saying totally. yeah do you want to so then the decision was clear of saying okay do you want like what job do you want that like job security or something yeah. or or do you want what god is giving you here yeah and totally. that's a really healthy thing yeah yeah, think, yeah when it's done in love
0: absolutely yeah yeah, not all Presbyterians for really. like. <laughs> no, I love Presbyterians. <laughs> <laughs> I see what that says, but I just want to jump. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't think Lincoln Duggan's there. <laughs> yeah, I think like our, some yeah, of our yeah. favorite speakers at the conference are Presbyterians. Yeah, Presbyterian.
1: yeah totally. They're just awesome. Totally. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. No. I, and that's a, that's a. I think I think that stuff is helpful because and and I do think there's a helpful way. That's a helpful thing for us to think about too. Mm-hmm. Even for myself, right? I have theological error. Yeah. I don't know where it is. I'm happy to change it if someone can show me. But my but that theological error is ultimately grounded in moral issues. Mm -hmm. I have moral issues somewhere in me that are causing me to not read the Bible the way that I ought to be reading it Mm -hmm. and not rightly interpret and understand it. And that is an issue that I need to deal with. Right? So if someone comes to me and says, Hey, let's look at the scripture. My heart should be open to that and say, Hey, show me like if I'm off, show me because I don't want to walk in unrighteousness. It is sin.
1: In one sense, right?
0: It's, it's ignorance in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like David prays, right, yeah. in, in, yeah. Psalm, in uh, Psalm 19. we are playing says,
1: the wrong note, <laughs> yeah. you know, like like that's not music in God's ears, but you, you say it is. Yeah, yeah, and, totally. And we all have that. We all yeah. sing out of tune, right?
0: Totally, yeah. And like David says, "Acquit me of hidden faults, right? Yeah. I don't even know, per se, what I'm doing wrong, but just, you know, like, help me to see what it is that i where I'm off, so... Yeah, super helpful. That's a good good way to think about T four G. When you were at together for the gospel, was there anyone you were like like let's say rooming with that you were together with?
1: Who who was your roommate? Oh, well, maybe he should be on the next episode.
0: I don't think so. Let's okay. just mock him mercilessly here. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: who was your roommate?
1: Uh, my roommate was uh, John Austin. John Austin. Yep.
0: Okay, good and rooming with john austin any like suggestions any any things that you saw and you were like oh interesting so
1: i just had an idea we could come out with our own podcast line where we talk about just stories of, of <laughs> just intern stories life of at fbc <laughs> and we could all share you know, life as an intern the, yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah anyway just curious yeah. yep, john I, uh, I got to spend a lot of time with John as well oh, because uh, we traveled together. So yeah. John is a you great guy. You got stuck guy. in a hotel
1: with him. I did, actually. We share that. We are together he, in that. He
0: He's a great roommate. Yeah. He's like so chill. and yeah, uh, yeah He's a great Very guy.
1: Very punctual. Roommate, so extremely punctual. Gets out of the door on top. Orderly.
0: Yeah, uh, Just like... I, I was super It's like he was in the military. He's a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he was in the military. He's a great blessing. Yeah. He's a dear brother. We love Anyway, him. <laughs> if there's anything there's funny we can say about him, we could bring that up later. But we won't right now. He's not here to defend himself. So anyway... Well, I hope that's helpful for you. Not the last part, but the rest of it, we hope that's helpful for you. And if you have any questions, you can always email us at uh, info at org. Thanks so much.